0: Welcome to Digication Scholars Conversations. I'm your host, Jeff Yan. In this episode, you will hear part two of my conversation with Dr. Abiodun Durajaye, Executive Director of Urban Alliance. More links and information about today's conversation can be found on Digication's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Full episodes of Digication Scholars Conversations can be found on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Something about Working with you know young people uh, now that you're working with them and and uh, as they go into deciding what they want to do in life, um, do you do you also work with parents and their schools? How does that work for you in your in your role?
1: That is a great question. So parents are a a big stakeholder and we are doing, you know, we have some more work to do in that realm um, because when they get, when our young people get into internships, we try really hard to leave out the parents because, you know, you wouldn't call my mom if I got in trouble at work. So we do try, right? Hopefully not. We do try and like really model this idea of like what it's like to be a working adult. Mm -hmm. Um, That is super duper, that is super duper important to us. We try and um, model this idea of what it's like to be a a working adult. However, we try and make sure parents have a clear, or guardians have a clear understanding of how to support their young people. Um, It's going to get tough. Senior year is very, very tough. Right. So support could also look like, hey, for the next for this like last senior year, they may not be able to watch their sibling because they have to go to work. Hmm. Right. Hey, they may not be able to do X, Y and Z because we expect them to show up in a different way. Um, so we try really hard to engage parents. I, I think we could do a always do a better job. I'm always like we could always do a better job in any of this. Um, but the parents or guardians are trusted within their young people. And I think the best way to get young people to show up is to get their support system to show up for them. Yeah. Right. So if we want these young people to show up at work every day, we need to get their, their squad, their cheering squad to show up for them in a different way. It's important. It's important.
0: Is that a big hurdle in your, your work? (sighs)
1: Um, I, that's a great question. I, yes. uh, And I think part of the huddle hurdle is because we have not found the best way to systematize that approach, right? Like, it shouldn't be you hearing calls from me when things aren't right, but how do you get them to show up in the very beginning in the enrollment period? And how do you get them to take it seriously? How do you get parents to see value in this program when they have a lot on their plate as well, right? Like some parents are trying to figure out how to make ends meet. I don't have time for an external program right now right? You know, our goal this year, next program year in Chicago is 170 seniors alone, right? We're looking at 170 seniors alone. We're looking at almost 900 sophomores in a different type of training and about 225 juniors. So, oh, right? Like the senior, yeah, junior, it's, the a, senior, lot of it's yeah. a lot of people. It's a lot of people. And I do think parents are the, like, huge part of this work and making sure their success, they help us hold their young people accountable. Um, but I think it's also showing parents the value in programs like this. Um, you got to understand, right? Like internships may be a new idea to parents as well. And you can't see value in something you don't know, right? So like really teaching parents and coaching parents on this idea of internship and not for the now, but for the later, right? When it's not almost like an instant gratification and it's like, look, they may not see the value of this program for another year or even for when they graduate college and are able to come back to the employer they interned with in high school. Sometimes that could be very difficult.
0: Yeah, 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 and and do does internship generally, um, you know? So first of all, maybe my first question is more: does, do are you able to get these young people paid internships or are they unpaid?
1: No, we don't believe in unpaid. I believe every okay, single yeah, person yeah, should be yeah. able to earn. Right? There's value in paid. Um, mm-hmm. They are paid internships, um, and we there's a fee for service for the employer side. So mm-hmm. employers pay us, and then we put the young people like on our you know payroll, and we pay them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard it's hard work, but there are a lot of employers that are seeing value. It's growing. It's, you know, I always think if an employer can put some financial skin in the game, they're more invested. We also definitely, we raise dollars like grants and things like that. Um, But we love to see our employers actually pay the fee of service for their young people because they're, they're, they're invested. They're invested in a financial way. Right. They're invested Mm -hmm. in a different kind of way. So, um, yeah, we we definitely pay all of our interns at least a minimum wage, at least. Mm -hmm. um, And then they are able to get raises in the course of their year program. So our senior program, young people do internships Monday through Thursday, half the day. Right. So they go to work from two to five and then two to five on Fridays. They meet with our team just to kind of talk about how it was. How was the week? What are we learning? How do we apply all these things? So essentially, young people are getting paid for 15 hours of work a week. And then in the summer, after they graduate their senior year, they are able to now go to full time and earn 32 hours a week.
0: That's that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. It's so the
0: students also get get to understand the financial aspect of this too. So, because that's a big part of it too. You know, I I have seen people that do internship for, you know, for credits or whatever. You know, and like we do both
1: internships. We do both. We do they, that as
0: well. Right. Yes,
1: we do both. They do get um, high school. Uh, it's like an elective credit for it, but they also get paid. Right, and that matters. Right, it's it's it, in a world where kids are not allowed to just be kids. You can't say, oh, okay, I'm gonna give you credits." Yeah.
0: And I, in fact, think that uh, if they get into anyone that's getting into unpaid internships today, something something's wrong.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, with that setup, whether it be you know, like you were saying, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Right, you need to be exposed that to the to the, the world where yeah. we're living. That is that any anyone working should be paid.
1: Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Like, I, 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 it's ex- exceptionally important to me, especially important to me, excuse me, um, because these are young people of color, right? Mm-hmm. Primarily the young people that we serve are students of color. Um, mm-hmm. Again, we serve all students and, you know, just making sure they meet certain demographics, but we have seen historically that they are students of color. So, it's important that people feel valued for their work, right? Yeah. If you and I go to work and we get paid um, just because of your age um, doesn't mean you shouldn't get paid as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. 100% Yeah, agree. yeah. And, and and I'd imagine that that was going to be sort of my, you know, sort of assuming that that was going to be the case. Um, mm-hmm. My second question was going to be that um, it, it, it must make it a little bit easier to to get the support from the from the parents and the families too that they're they're doing like a real job you know um or a real like a real paying um position as opposed to you know um uh you know, them doing, you know, anything else or not not having a job at all.
1: I yeah. Guess. No, you're spot on. I think, you know, once parents see, right, um, that yes, they're getting paid, there's value in this, they're definitely supportive. They're mm-hmm. definitely yeah. supportive. And I think, you know, you know, we have a good population of or a percentage of our students that use the money that they make to pour it back into the household. Yeah, sure. So it's helpful.
0: Yeah, it's helpful. Some of them have to, some of them—that's the—that's part of the deal. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent. They have no choice. Remember, it's a privilege to simply be a kid in twenty twenty
0: three. Right. Um, what are some of the um community partners and employers that you work with that are doing these? You know, providing these internships.
1: Um. You're saying who are they or just yeah. a few oh, yeah oh, oh my god we have we have amazing partners we have Amazing partners, and I I would hate to name them in case I forget, you know, some of the key ones. But you know, off the top of my head, there's some in just different areas. So we have a couple of different pathways that we focus on: property management, um, we focus on IT, we focus on banking,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: we focus on healthcare, right? So we're really diversifying our arms in that area. Um, we have partners that are. In accounting and HR, there's literally, you got to understand 138 students, partners are, you know, maybe close to 70 or so partners. So I'm like, (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to name one because that one's like, really, you didn't think. So yeah, we have great partners. And I will say, and I will use this platform to say, we're always looking for more great partners. More partners whose mission aligns to the work that we do. More partners that understand the value of a young intern and a young resilient 17, 18 year old kid who just needs the opportunity to prove themselves, right? We, you know, a great partner whose mission is aligned on how do we diversify the workforce? right? And we do that by starting it with internships. We do that by going to communities that we know are so talented, yet they're not enough resources being provided. And we provide those, you know, opportunities for these young people. Um, yeah, I'm always looking for more and more and more partners that can help, um, help our young people get to the next phase.
0: And for those who are listening, if you... Um... If you're interested or if you know someone who is, right, it could be a yeah. neighbor, it could be someone you know, who um, an acquaintance even, you know, um, you can perhaps doing them a favor as well. Yes. Like just let them know that organizations like the Urban Alliance exists and that yeah. they are doing the incredible work of making these connections happen.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: here's the thing, if you don't make this connection happen, arguably... Actually, the your partners are partners to you because they also see value yes. in being able to bring in their next generation of workforce, training them, being able to identify them so that they can come back and perhaps take a full time position.
1: Absolutely,
0: it's a win win for everyone. It's Absolutely. it's so simple. It's so it's so, it makes so much sense, right? Yes. But if we don't make that connection, then then both parties are in the stalemate of they don't know what they don't know. They yeah. would never get to know these young people. That's
1: 100%. And the young people right. would
0: never be exposed, right? And
1: percent.
0: And that's why you're doing such important work. Um, let me ask you a little bit about um, sort of for people who want to be getting involved, uh, you know, speaking of, right, of course, if you are in a position of hiring, um, you know, this is a, a, a something to you know really think about. You know, internship program not only for college students or recent grads, you know, but for um, people in high school. Yeah, um, and getting involved with Urban Alliance, um, but. Who else are your stakeholders? Do you work with schools as well? We do. Yeah. We do.
1: Chicago Public Schools has been amazing um, in letting and opening their doors for us to come in and work with their young people. Charter schools, noble schools have been amazing in um, opening their doors and letting us come um, work with their young people young people are amazing for stepping up to the pay plate and taking on this challenge in their senior year. And I would also say like a huge component of what we do are volunteers. You know, we have events every year that look like mock interviews that our students practice their elevator pitch and their interviewing skills with. We reach out to the community for volunteers and people like come out on a Saturday. We, we you know, as a nonprofit, we can't give them anything, um, but we thank them for their time. They are a huge part of why we are in this position that we are in. You know, so definitely a lot of, you know, key stakeholders that are at play, our schools, our employer partners, my staff, um, the students, volunteers, um, a lot of key people that it really takes to kind of keep us going.
0: So what do you, where do you see, um, you know, the, um, what, what would be a, like a a, a a dream come true for you? Mm-hmm. Um for Urban Alliance Chicago, would you have, would you would you have wanted to expand greatly the number of students that you serve, or what what's a what's what's a good what's what's a north star for you if you think about you know how you're serving this that community?
1: That's amazing. Um, expansion is a real thing once you have quality. So I think of my dream would be to get a lot of quality employers that come to the table and say, you know, we want to offer internships because the more employers we get that wants to offer internships, the more students we can have in our program, mm-hmm. right? It's, a, it's, it's different versus saying the more students we can have, if we don't have the employers, we got to turn students away. So my dream would be that every single young person in the city of Chicago has an experience of an internship before they graduate high school at least one two is great but a minimum minimum of one and that urban alliance is the one that brings the employers to the table and connects students to these opportunities and we build these lifelong relationships that impact students for generations to come that is a lifelong um my wish list right just getting employers flocking to the table and and um taking on interns. It's a lot of work to take on a mentor. It's a lot of work to take on a mentor, right? Especially, or excuse me, an intern. It's a lot of work to take on an intern, especially an intern that does not come as a blank state, right? They have a lot of things that they're wanting to learn and, you know, challenges that they may or may not be having. Um, but some of the best mentors is, are the ones that have poured themselves and poured their experiences into this. Um mentorship is about teaching and we teach who we are right and I think the best part of mentorship is teaching young people who we are our walks in life our pathways um and showing them that whatever they aspire to be there is a pathway to get there
0: yeah yeah um I I want to I want to ask you a little bit about sort of the maybe sort of zoom out a little bit Mm. um you know, in the United States, I think you had, start. we started talking about this earlier on, you know, <laughs> we talked about all the systemic mm. um, pieces um, of United States. Um, one of the things that in this conversation that makes me think about is this idea of sort of upward mobility and, and, and based on, a lot. Of, I mean, it, it it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me that in the United States, I I believe I saw that the upward mobility index was um, um, really rather low performing comparing to many other uh, many other countries.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And it really points to the fact that it basically really means if you you're you if you are privileged, um, you you get you know, um, you get to enjoy, um, that, uh, privilege and so will, you know, future generations. But then if you are, um, you know, born into a, um, yeah. a more unfortunate, um, you know, low, you know, sort of, uh, 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 low income, marginalized, you know, um, area or neighborhood, you might, um, you, your mm. chance of succeed is just dramatically lower. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think what you're doing um, is, of course, one of the ways that uh, are lifting, you know, exposing this to the, the students, exposing young people to, to um, just opportunities they didn't even know exist yeah. You know, just by doing so, you you know, getting him out of that cycle. What are some of the other things that you're seeing as either both problems and solutions um, in this big mess of ours?
1: <laughs> it is such a it is such a mess. Um, I'm not sure I I know how to answer that question, but I will say this. And it took me a while to learn this education system, the legal system, the prison system, all these systems that we say are broken, right? Um, I don't necessarily think these systems are broken. I think these systems are doing exactly what they are what they were created to do. And that was to keep certain people, right um, at a certain place. At a certain time. So the prison system ain't broken. It's doing exactly what it's meant to do, which is keep more men, more people of color behind bars, right? The legal system is not broken. It is doing exactly what it needs, it it was created to do. And one thing that I think needs to change are the policies behind this, right? Because those of us on the ground are constantly doing the work. But if policies don't align to change or recreate systems, it's going to be a lot of hard work. Systems mm-hmm. aren't broken though; we're doing exactly what they're created to do. Just keep certain people at certain places at certain times. Right. Yeah.
0: That's um, that's <laughs> a sad thing to uh, to think about. But I think you um, there's um, there's um, uh, a lot of truth and plenty of research to support that.
1: Yeah. And it's unfortunate. There's plenty of research mm-hmm. to support it, right? Why was prison created? What was, edu- why, what is education? Like what is this classroom and teaching? And if you think about all these systemic barriers that I talk about, right? Like, and you go back to the history of why things were created, you'll see. You'll see. So my job is right to continue to like mm-hmm. challenge people and and push a little bit and challenge the status quo and get people to see things from a different perspective ask the necessary questions um and then challenge them to ten to tell 10 other people Right right if I did that and you did that and we all did that you know things will start to move they're moving slowly but just not fast enough
0: Yeah So what are some of the impressive things that um, you see young people are doing today? Oh my gosh.
1: Amazing things. Like we have students that were invited to go to London. Um, We have students that are, a lot of our students just participated with um, uh, the foundation. We partner with the Obama Foundation and some of our students just did this amazing pride parade. Um, I have seen one of our young students, used her internship to advocate for her mother to get a full-time employment at her internship site, right? That's dynamic. (laughs) That's dynamic, right? Like, I just, I'm like, these young people, it goes beyond, you know, we had some of our young people meet President Obama and like Valerie Jarrett and some really amazing things, don't get me wrong. But when you start to tap into your ability and the things you've learned and begin to like, change your family and generation, it's impressive. She literally, mom lost her job. She made a phone call to like the VP and the head HR person as an intern. They were like, shoot, it's worth a try. This is pretty impressive. Um, Interviewed, (laughs) right? Interviewed mom, saw mom was very qualified. Mom began working as a full-time employee.
0: That's amazing.
1: That's amazing. That is like... It, it, that's what I'm talking about though. These mm-hmm. young people are talented, right? Mm-hmm. We just need to give them the space and the voice and the access and opportunity to show us what they are capable of. Cause whether we prepare them or not, they're, they are the future. Mm-hmm. So how do you and I and employers and teachers and, you know, partners have a hand in molding our future if we are not giving our future the opportunity of work.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I love, I, I love that. And it, it reminds me a little bit of, um, I think it reminds me a little bit of, um, uh, when, when I was, uh, uh teaching, um, some of, um, you know, my students. Um I remember I remember someone uh just just really was doubting herself so much Hmm. about the kind of you know the kind of work that they they would um that they are capable of doing. Hmm. Um and that by the time and they were just so scared to to, um, to take any opportunities even if they are served up to them you know they're like hey you know I'll introduce you to someone well, why don't you talk to them and um, and do that and and they 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 the lack of confidence had run so deep that that even though they can do good work they are mm-hmm. like you said well qualified they they weren't willing to take that that step it's almost yeah. like you know like something's stopping them from 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 doing that hmm. and i i i uh i love hearing you know the the opposite of what what's happening here but they're yeah. like not only they're advocating they're advocating extra you know for yeah. the families right. and so on so to me there that is some i mean i think that this you know of course is depending on the person that, yes. Uh, yes but but i i do think that there is a a lot of hope in my mind of sort of the this generation of of young people. Yes. Yes. They are they have this extra um you know there I I think that there is the beginning sense in my mind at least a a level of urgency Hmm. in you know changing systems. Yeah in in things like you know climate change in things like systemic racism, hmm. um, injustice, you know, and they, yeah. they, there's a, a, little, a little more urgency hmm. in uh, in this group of uh, young people perhaps than before. I don't know. Uh, and they, yeah, maybe the most recent thing always hits you the hardest. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you're spot on. I call it the secret sauce. Yeah, they have. It's it's it's, you know, it's a secret sauce. I don't know what it is, but they will tell you how they feel. They will tell you they don't like it. They are very open and honest, and (laughs) it's up to you to either make the change or remain stagnant, right? I I, I joke with folks and I say, you know, I grew up in a generation where you got to work for like, you know, job for like four years, three to four years, don't quit, regardless of how miserable you are. This next generation is saying, My mental health is important. I am important. I will not go somewhere I am not valued. And that's telling the employers, that's telling you and I, how do we value people? Because now it's not, it's no longer about how long you stay at a job, right? Like you got to make people feel good. You have to, you have to you know, you have to change this idea and almost untrain yourself of what we used to think about the workforce and work relationship should be like, right? I, I don't know what this new normal is with this new generation, but I'm excited. Um, you know, and one thing you sort of said earlier about you know, young people or just people in general not having this ability or kind of self-doubt, right? We call that this imposter syndrome idea. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, It's very much a real thing. We all struggle with it in different ways. Um, But yeah, it's good to see someone on the flip end. And, And I'm sure she had some of that and just said, what do I have to lose at this point? it's it's really dynamic. These young people are really dynamic and they have this secret sauce. It's kind of like it's kind of like McDonald's where you don't know what their Big Mac sauce is, right? You just know it's good. <laughs> just I don't know what is in that sauce, but it's good. I don't know what is in this sauce of next generation, but I am excited about what they bring to the table.
0: Yes, yes, uh, that's uh, absolutely right. Um I I I'm I'm just really so impressed by by the work that you've done and and that you're getting these, you know, young people to create portfolios and
1: yeah.
0: And I'm so happy that you are you know you're so creative and getting getting putting all these dots together and um I, I I'm 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 extremely honored to even be a little small part of it. Oh I- my
1: God, no! You have been a huge part of it, and <laughs> if I didn't see value in this, I would not have brought it on from NLU here. Our our young people need education. Um, they have to be able to tell their stories. Sometimes you need a voice for kids who don't feel like they have voice a voice of their own, and digication does that. Um, this is some important work that we're doing, and you know we need you know partners right? Like you and other partners, programming, employers, um, to be able to say, look, I may be a small part of this, but I want to be a part of it. And that is what you did, right? And I'm just super grateful to you for this platform, for the ability to like one click away and our young people can send their digication portfolios to employers who get to read about them and listen um, before they even meet them some it's some dynamic stuff and you are part of this movement and 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 that's exciting
0: well thank you so much and uh uh, again, uh, uh, I really, really, just truly appreciate this, and and thank you also for sharing all your insights. We covered a lot of grounds today. Did. <laughs> um, I I had no idea how far we would go, but I felt like I could talk to you for a lot longer. You know, yeah. this idea of you know employers and what the next generation of employers need to be—that's mm. another really interesting one, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
0: it's um, crazy. But we'll, we'll, we'll we'll save that for our next time. I yes. hope that we can do that again <laughs> soon. Um, Um, seeing you know the the growth in 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 what you all have done and you know it's incredibly inspiring Um, we will make sure to put up some links to the urbanalliance.org website and uh, and uh, and for those who want to uh, check out um, this really amazing work um, please go to the website it's going to be in the show notes as well as you know links in the in, the, in in the, in the various social media posts, um, but uh, otherwise, uh, I uh, thank you again uh, for spending time with us today.
1: Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all those who are tuning and listening. Please don't feel like because you are not located in Chicago, you cannot be a part of this movement. We look for funders. And guess what? We have virtual opportunities for our young people as well. So thank you so much, Jeff, for this wonderful opportunity and for this, you know, partnership with Digication. And thanks to all those listening today.
0: And thank you, Abiyodun. Of course. Take care. Bye. This concludes our conversation. To hear our next episode, be sure to subscribe to Digication Scholars Conversations on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. The Digication Scholars Conversation series is brought to you by Digication, a technology platform powering the most innovative e-portfolio programs in K-12 and higher education. Our website can be found at digication.com. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. Thanks for tuning in.